kids. Welcome to the Capital Life Podcast. I am your host, Abby Pagood. This is where we talk about all the things that life brings. The good, the bad, and of course, the healthy. And today's episode is called Luck of the Irish because what else would we be talking about when it was St. Patrick's Day yesterday? But before we jump in to all the fun Irish talking things, I want to make sure that you guys go and visit CapitalHealth.com and check out the Capital Shop for your Capital Swagware or the Capital Cleanse or even the oils that we offer on Capital Health. That's K-A-P-I-T-O-L health.com. Our Capital Swagware has awesome slogans like run like your kids are looking for you or fart like a vegan. We even have a Capital Cleanse that helps get your body reset. It also will help you identify if there's any food intolerances and also really give you a good fresh start to losing some weight and cleaning out all of those toxins. But not only that, we also have oils for all the different ailment issues like things like overdone it that is like a holistic Bengay or things like stressed out which helps you kind of reset and get recentered. This episode of The Capital Life is brought to you by Azure Photography, bringing out the characteristics of life moments in the frame. She is a phenomenal photographer. Her name is Christy and she will just rock your world. She always brings the essence of life to all of the photos that she does, no matter if it's weddings or um, any kind of senior memorabilia headshots or even some of your best known uh, puppy loving photographs that you're looking. Check her out at Azure Photography. She is fantastic. Please like and share and rate us on whatever platform you are listening to us on. It's how we start to really spread the message of good in the world that needs it so much right now. Being all things St. Patrick's Day, I hope you were able to find your leprechaun and his little pot of gold. But if you didn't, if you didn't don't get discouraged because I think that didn't happen to a lot of us. Some of us weren't even freaking looking. Uh, The term, the luck of the Irish, is an interesting one. I have always, you know, thinking about, when I think of Irish, I always think, the luck of the Irish. And then I think about all the kind of fun little quirky things that have come from, you know, Ireland and the leprechauns and the greenery and the shamrocks and all of those things. And even, you know, the really cool, um, I think they're called clatter rings, you know, the, the commitment rings that have the hand holding the heart with the crown over the top, really showing the emphasis of um, connection and how treating your relationship and your merit, your, your marital bond is, you know, the is to the highest potential of even considered royalty. Um, There's so many different unique um, characteristics that Irish people possess. But what I find really interesting is that when you look into the term, the luck of the Irish, um, there are a lot of theories. And actually, as you dive into more of Irish history, there's a lot of basically you know, word of mouth that comes into play. There's not really like a straight answer to which 
you can get the answers of what's going on, which I find kind of, it reminds me a little bit of the game Telephone. Have you guys ever played Telephone when you guys were little and you would stand in a circle and the teacher would whisper into one kid's ear and it could be, you know, I like popsicles. And then it goes around the room and by 20 kids came by, it would say something like, I scream elephants. And it like everybody giggles because the stories got distorted or there's some kind of messaging. I feel like this happens a lot with Irish history. And I'm not sure if it's because it was um, very common to do folktale and storytelling as you spread the word through communities. Or if it really had to do with like losing documentation or being able to confirm the actual, you know, history that was going on. But I thought I would look into the luck of the Irish, at least the slogan to which all of us are very familiar with. And as I was diving into that, not only did I find miscellaneous, you know, stories, but a lot of them geared towards being possibly created by American culture. It is rumored that the luck of the Irish slogan is actually comes from American expression and possibly dated back from old mining like old mining times of the 1800s. Now some say it's for a couple different reasons. Some say that it's you know reflectant in how Um, Irish people or Irish Americans are able to land on their feet no matter what, which is a very considerable possibility because if you really go back into when Irish Americans, you know, immigrated, so, you know, Irish immigrants came to America to establish themselves in American soil, there was a lot of discrimination. There was a lot of pushback. You know, there was threat of taking people's jobs. They even went into like more of a slum location um, to which it, you know, they had to endure a lot of illness, of fighting for jobs, putting themselves into, you know, building what they wanted in their life. Um, some people even referred to it as a negative connotation or a, sarta- a sarcastic reaction, meaning that, you know, hey, look at the Irish history with um, colonialism and the famine and war and all of the prejudice that was ensued. So, you know, some people look at the luck of the Irish as a sarcastic expression. Now, most consider the possibility of the phrase came from during like the gold and silver era of America when most miners were actually Irish or Irish Americans. And that actually sounds probably the most accurate, but probably not as entertaining as some of those other stories. Now, there really, really isn't much evidence on where it comes from or the reason of how it came to be. But one thing is for certain, people are still people and they choose to see the good and the bad in all walks of life, no matter what is endured. And no matter what you, how you look at it, the Irish are part of building in the development of America as so many immigrants were. They set forth for freedom to work hard and seek the American dream, just like a lot of immigrants. And that in itself should be celebrated. 
If you find this helpful and interesting, don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and YouTube at Capital Health. That's K-A-P-I-T-O-L Health. You can also check us out at CapitalHealth.com and subscribe to our newsletter and get wicked awesome blog updates when they come out. Now, if we're going to talk, continue talking about Irish culture and Irish things, I think we should maybe dive in a little bit about St. Patrick, the person of which St. Patrick's Day comes from. Now, I find it also interesting that, or I guess I shouldn't anymore because it's starting to be more common, but St. Patrick history is very also much like a telephone effect. I remember reading a story years back in one of my kind of eclectic, um, I don't even know what you would call this type of book, but it was kind of like, you know, it had a little bit, it had folk tales in it, but it also had a combination of history and it went into the depth of St. Patrick's and it's always how I've kind of known of St. Patrick's Day, um, myself. However, I wanted to kind of see what was actually out there and what was concreted information so that we could actually really clarify, you know, what was going on. Now, there is only so much that people can confirm, but one thing that we do know is that we know he was a bishop. First and foremost, that's a fact. Um, he was not Irish, actually. He was born an Englishman, um, apparently just after Roman troops withdrew from Britain um, and was, was um, I'm, not, I'm not sure if it was considered Wales or England, but he was definitely an Englishman, and that is for sure. Um, another thing that was confirmed was that he was a slave, um, but only because he was technically kidnapped at the age of 16, to which then he was brought to Ireland um, and spent six years tending to sheep in the west of Ireland. So that's where some of the Ireland connection comes from. Um, there's also rumors that he heard voices and visions, which I guess aren't really rumors because everybody spoke of him as some kind of messaging deliverance of faith, um, which he very much was open about what he, the voices he heard or the messages that he received um, and pr was known to pray a hundred times a day, which inc incidentally helped him, guide him to his escape from his captors, um, you know, from Ireland to which he ended up going and studying to become a bishop. He continued to share his messaging throughout his life to the Christian and Catholic community, um, to which, you know, speaking of his vision, speaking of prayer, speaking of all different types of things. Now, there was a small blurb ref in reference to him dueling with Druids. Now, what's interesting is, is that there, I did not find a lot of history going back into his younger years. It really was like he was captured at the age of 16. He did his sheep tending thing and then put him, became a bishop. Now, what's interesting is that the passage that I had read years ago, and you'll have to forgive me because it's 
it's in my mind and I, I have no idea where I read it, but ever if I find it again, I'll make sure to reference where I found it. But the story that I had read was that during that time, there was a lot of religious wars going on. So Druids were, you know, fighting with Christians and Catholics and um, there was a big uproar. So there's like, you know, you had your pagans, you had your Druids, you had your Christians, you had your Catholics, you had all of these different religions. And I, and a lot of it was, um, circling around a time of religious war of who was you know taking over and taking in charge and the passage that i remember reading about saint patrick had to do with saint patrick actually um being a part of um the community like a his family his family upbringing and that his village had gotten attacked or had gotten in some kind of altercation with druids and being he was a young tyke the the passage i read it was discussing his earlier years to when druids actually found him after like rummaging through the village to see what was left or what needed to be done now who started the altercation i have no freaking clue was it where was the altercation? I do not even remember. But what I had read was that the Druids had come across a little boy to which he was around six or seven years old in this passage and then decided to take him in as one as their own and raise him as one of their own. However, it was listed that when they took him in, he still wasn't blood, and so he they made him do chores to earn his keep with their um, their village or their community or their family, whoever it was that took him in. But in his time with the Druids, of course, you know, there was some fighting. His families was gone. There was no connection. So, of course, he had vengeance and... Uh, obviously anger towards druids that had possibly taken his family etc and then is now trying to raise him the passage that i had read was that when he was able to break free of druid uh capture i guess you could refer he then in turn went into the catholic church became you know diehard christian Christianity representation and then actually influence infighting against the Druid community to which created massacres and actually led to some of the end of a Druid history. So I don't know about you, but all of this sounds like a whole bunch of, there's a lot of gossip going on. There's tons of information that never actually is confirmed by anything. And even more interesting, Shamrocks is such a huge part of St. Patrick's Day, which according to what I have confirmed from my research is that there was never any Shamrocks around him. He never wore them. It wasn't a part of him. Um, It wasn't part of his wardrobe. However, Catholic schools still teach children that he had was a shamrock or wore the shamrock in symbol of the Christian Trinity when he preached to the heathen Irish people. So there's just a lot of interesting stories. And I think it's, I think it kind of just one, it's amazing how 
information gets passed to one person, then the next, to the next, to the next, very much like rumorvilles, right? And it would be really nice to have more confirmation on how we ended up starting to celebrate an entity if we had a little bit more information about them. Now, I'm not saying that he hasn't done great things for the Catholic faith, but it's it would be really nice to be able to really have more documentation and more history, or at least, I don't know, not spread a whole bunch of hogwash. Because when we think about it when it comes to us, We don't want people talking about us in reference to things that they don't know about. We don't want people to be spreading, you know, things that could be taken out of context or, you know, impressions about you that aren't even close to who you are as a person. So I encourage you all to go out into the world and really ensure that, you know, when you hear things about an individual, speak to the facts that you do know, speak to the experiences that you can confirm. And by all means, you know, maybe not always have judgment towards others of the things that you hear because They're never, ever in their full context. You actually never know the full story unless you were personally there yourself. Now, before we go, I did think it would be really fun to actually go over some of the very interesting Irish things because that is one thing that's for sure that the Irish culture really provides such an entertaining aspect to some of their slogans. And here are some of the really extremely entertaining Irish sayings that I liked that I did find. And one of them is a dog owns nothing yet is seldom dissatisfied. All I can think about is my dogs sitting at home, laying in my bed, probably wasting the day away and running outside and playing in a field and enjoying its best life while I'm working. So I think that's appropriate. A hair on the head is worth two on the brush. I don't really know what that means. I'd really like someone to tell me. I think it has something to do with being appreciative of your hair. But I could be very wrong on that. That one I'm going to need some help with. A kind word never broke anyone's mouth. I think that one cracked me up the most because... It really tied into not only the violence that a lot of cultures have ensued, like, you know, absorbed over the years and the fighting, you know, because you go back to your Scottish culture and your Irish culture, they're, you know, they're fighting like cats and dogs all the time. But kind words don't break people's mouth because it never transpires into a fight. So always be kind with your words no matter where you are going in life. A silent mouth is sweet to hear. That cracked me up because at so many levels today when every freaking buddy, everybody thinks their opinion is God's gift to the world. You know, you go on social media and you see thousands and thousands and thousands of comments and none of them are ever really considerate or nice. Primarily, they are a judgmental or pre-assuming someone's opinion or snarking back at somebody else trying to put them in their place, which still is the same freaking thing as making a nasty comment. But a silent mouth is sweet to the ear. 
Better be quarreling than lonesome. Now that one on that I don't necessarily agree with because I feel like it promotes you being in a bad situation. Um, I do understand the whole point of loneliness and wanting to be with community and people, but I think that one's a little bit outdated. Bricks and mortar make a house, but the laughter of children makes a home. That says enough. Don't break your shin on a stool that's not in your way. How many of you guys have walked past your bedroom footboard and plowed into it and almost completely either taken out your leg or taken out your foot and just screamed bloody murder in the middle of the night? Why does this keep happening? Can someone explain this to me? Give away all you like, but keep your bills and your temper. That is just such good advice because it really is, you know, your bills are your business and then keep your temper to yourself because then you're not going to be reciprocating it to anybody else or starting a ripple effect. It's not using, it's not use carrying an umbrella if your shoes are leaking. That's just sound advice. Why would you carry an umbrella if you're not taking care of your feet? Make sure that you have good supportive shoes on. Take care of yourself from the ground up, especially making sure that you're not becoming a sinkhole to society. True strength lies in gentleness. Now, I think that on that one says on so many levels on how Sometimes we need to learn how to refrain from fighting. We need to refrain from our frustration. We need to refrain from outleash, outleashing our, uh, what's going on in the inside and create more compassion for those around us. Showing more compassion shows more about your character. It shows more about what you're capable of doing with the world. And it also leads an example for others. And last but not least, I will leave you with a little Irish wishing for all of you for some nice Irish blessings. May love and laughter light your days and warm your heart and home. May good and faithful friends be yours wherever you may roam. May peace and plenty bless your world with joy that long endures. May all life's passing seasons bring the best to you and yours. Thanks for joining me on The Capital Live, where we talk about all the things, even the Irish things. Join me next time, next Saturday, as we talk about beautiful luck. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on YouTube and Facebook at Capital Health. That's K-A-P-I-T-O-L Health. Please share with your friends and family. The Capital Life is available on all podcasting platforms except Pandora, and you know why. Our goal on The Capital Life is to provide a safe place to get information when it comes to your health and wellness, especially when dealing with all of life's phases. Remember to take care of yourself because you're somebody's everything.